Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Gotham Bougie. 24, that was a good age. 24 was a good age. My favorite was 27. I don't remember what was happening when I was 27, but I think that's the perfect age is 27. 27, okay. Okay. Like the perfect day is April 25th. It is. Not too hot, not too cold. You just need a light jacket. jacket. So, Welcome. we're recording two episodes, so my mouth is still half numb. <laughs> I still look like I've had Bell's palsy and a stroke. I have to pour some granola. Oh, oh shit. Too much. <laughs> do, you, do you like granola? I can't eat it. Are you yeah, seriously asking me to eat fucking granola right now? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even drink out of a straw. <laughs> so, it's paranormal week. Yes. Paranormal. I love all of our weeks. Every week I'm like, yes, I'm so excited for this week. But every week, no matter what it is, I'm excited it is. for it. So, I mean, nothing's really changed. I'm still single. You <laughs> saw the cast. I'm still half no, none. I've embraced. I've embraced. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I'm still homeschooling. We didn't talk about that last episode because oh, yes. the last week was a bitch with him. I'm still homeschooling mm. because I homeschool. So yes, I you do. But yes. Um, That's why it's really funny. Nothing much. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I mean, last week, we're sitting there fucking doing it. I'm sitting here working because I, I work from home more now. He's sitting behind me working, and I look back, and he's playing a game on his phone. I said, do you have your phone out? Yeah. I said, give me your phone. You I'll to, put it down. It's I'll like put it a down. manager and their employee. Yes. And it's like, so I turn back around, I look at him. I'm like, what are you doing? You he has, your he has art, and he's trying to make like an, something from origami with a piece of paper, and he's getting so pissed off at this fucking piece of paper. Is that his work? It's a school, right? Yes. Okay. But he's getting so pissed off at this fucking piece of paper because he couldn't make this origami bird. And he was take, like getting so frustrated, and I was like, oh, my God. I, that's is he supposed to take a picture of it or anything? Yes. You, that's when you just say, "Look, made it," or you Google a picture on the internet and send that in. Instead. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> did that. Like it was, it's just, it's frustrating on my part because it's yeah. like I don't have time to sit there and babysit him. Right. right. And you know, it's not like a normal kid. He's a normal kid. But you, you know, ain't like, getting paid for it. No shit. And they're like, teachers need a raise. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I need a fucking raise. I saw this one thing on Facebook. This person I put on their their cards like. I'm calling my kid's teacher out. He has not enjoyed having glass. No. <laughs> You're a liar. He's a sweet kid. You know, it's not that he's not sweet. It's just <clears throat> getting him to sit there with his ADHD and he doesn't take his medicine and get him motiv- getting him motivated. Well, and in like school, they do have more outlets. Yeah, They have recess. They have time to get up and go to the bathroom. Or they, yeah. they get to go get a drink of water. They have other kids their age there. So there is a little bit. And the, the Yeah, I mean, yeah. he actually wants to be back at school. So, yeah. he, you know, I mean, so it's it's. Yeah, it's it's not fun. Some, some of my colleagues are saying they they want to go back. I definitely reverted to day drinking <laughs> when I have because you know we alternate weeks. He's a yeah. substitute teacher this week, so next week when I get him back, like we'll be I'll definitely be back to day drinking. The homeroom. Home I haven't room. had a, a day drink at all this week. Really? Next week I'll be day drinking. I'm not no. much of a day drinker either. No, because I just <clears throat> you know it doesn't take much for us to get drunk. So. Although I saw one thing that they suggested you pour wine in your coffee cup for your Zoom meetings. I saw that. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> you take like the little thing. The Mine paper. would be vodka and something though. Yeah, you like vodka. I'm not a wine drinker. Liquor mm-hmm. gets you there quicker. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so today we're talking about paranormal. Yes. And mine is. Do you have any listener stories this week? We don't. Oh, you guys are slacking. Yes, they are. I'm ashamed. So I'm it's so disappointed it's in you. It's uh, We we looked this up. Poopa. Poopa. Poopa the doll. That's your, your story? Yeah. Poopa um, the doll. It took me a little bit to figure out, because when I want to do, when I do stories, like, I have to, like, get, like, I really have to, like, get excited about it. Mm-hmm. And so, I was going to... interest you. Yes, you. yes. <clears throat> I, I found a couple of things. I had people give me some information, like, ideas, and I was just like, uh. Then I found this doll, and it was so interesting. And then I... It's I, hard to do somebody else's ideas, isn't it? It's like... It mm-hmm. is, but I don't mind, like, investigating it, because it yeah. might be interesting, but... To me, this one is a lot more interesting. So, um, and we're going to go see Robert the Doll. Mm-hmm. I found out that he's in Key West. When we go to Key West on our cruise, we're hopefully going to be able to go see him. That'd be creepy. If it doesn't get canceled. Oh, not. So far, Royal Caribbean. It's our first canceled. tour. Gotham Bougie International <laughs> Tour. Yes. <laughs> Holla. No, I was trying to hide your face. Oh, I'm giving, I'm giving her a high five. Because <laughs> I can't smile. So, if you're a Patreon, you're going to get to see these crazy-ass pictures she took of me in there. You're going to laugh your ass off. I was told I don't that. ever put myself out there like this, but I am going to put myself out there. And so, 
I'm like doing peace sign. <laughs> you can tell, like, I look like I had Bell's palsy, like I've had you a stroke. Do. I was holding my hand up to hide your face, and she thought I was high fiving her. <laughs> like, no, I'm just trying not to look at you. Okay, so back to Poopa yes, the dog. Poopa. Poopa. So, um, she, the little girl that got her, um, the owner that received her, and I couldn't find the owner's name. It just said a little girl received her as a birthday gift, um, age five or six. Um, she had her from. So 19- then, is this a real doll? It is, is a real doll. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she had her from nineteen. It's 1920- not an urban legend. No. Okay. She had her from 1920 to 2005 um, in Trieste, Italy, is where she lived. She was 14 inches tall. Um, her hands, arms, and legs were made of felt. Her hair was made of human hair. Oh. Yes. That's creepy right there, man. Mm-mm. She's no. still in her original clothes, a blue suit made of felt, and she has a blue bow in her hair, too. Hmm. Her owner, um, and again, we don't know the owner's name. I could not find it anywhere, and we did try to look it up right before we started recording, and still didn't say it, just said her owner. Um, said that she was alive and had a mind of her own. She told her grandchildren stories that it was her best friend and most loved confidant. Hmm. So, if she had grandchildren, so what did her husband think about this doll? Did the doll, like, sit there and, like, watch them do stuff? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like your dog, when your dog. (laughs) My dog. He's just like, I'm done. (laughs) Um... So the owner would say that the doll would actually talk to her often over the years and that um, she saved her life. The doll? Yes. Oh, okay. I guess because of like, it didn't say like what she did like to save her life. It just said she saved her life. Um, she traveled often with her owner across Europe and the U.S. At the end of World War II, the little Which, girl. Which that's not weird when you're a little girl, but when you're a grown ass adult carrying a doll. Yes. It's a little weird. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have, like, your imaginary friends and stuff. And that's how you get your imagination when they're little. (laughs) Um, So, at the end of World War II, the little girl's grandmother died. And a button from her grandmother's clothes was sewn onto the dress. And so, when I post the picture, it shows, like, a white button, like, sewn, like, the top of the little doll's dress. Uh It almost looks like, um, it's it's about the size of a Raggedy Ann doll. Okay. But it looks like a regular doll. Like, it doesn't look like Raggedy Ann, like how Annabelle the doll Mm -hmm. does. It just looks like a regular doll with blue a blue dress and blue bow um her owner her owner cherished her up until the end of her life in 2005 wow and the doll became more active after this so they feel like that when the owner died that her spirit possibly went into the doll as well Hmm. it's one of the stories um she was placed in a glass display case after she died this is whenever she became more active again after the owner died okay so, she's put into a glass display case. The doll had survived all the travel, world war, and outlived the owner. The doll not, um, did not like being confined at all. People so, would, who had her at this point in time? So, it just passed on to family. Like, nobody knows where the doll is now. Like, I could not find that anywhere. It's a secret. Okay. So, it's not like Robert the doll. Again, right. that's um, in a hotel in... Key West, yeah, you can go visit, right? Or like uh, Annabelle the dolls with the Warrens, like you know, you they're paranormal, mm-hmm. ghosts. you know, yeah, the Warrens. Are we talked mm-hmm. about it before? Yeah. Um, so it's not nobody knows where this doll is, it's been it kept a secret, interesting. So, yeah, um, but they put her in a glass case, they put her in a glass case, nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> um, the glass, <laughs> you're making me laugh, and you don't want to see me smile, and you're making me fucking laugh. <laughs> um, the glass. Sorry, my dentist was calling to check on me to make sure I wasn't dying. Do you know where I was laughing at me? Do you know where you left off? Yes, I do. So, um, the doll didn't like being confined. It was in the glass case. And so, um, the new, the owner, the new owners, so it was passed down to family is all I could find. Right. Said that they could hear tapping on the glass case Mm -hmm. and a noise coming from it. The doll had changed positions when they would go look. And they also had like a few trinkets and stuff in there with the doll and they would be, they would be moved around. She was playing with her trinkets. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Creepy. So the legs and arms and expression had changed. Would have changed um, often whenever they would hear the tapping on the glass. That's weird. Like, how's a doll's mm. expression change? I don't know, and I don't care to know. I would not fuck with that. That's some bullshit. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Like, I don't know. I'd be going back and burying that fucking doll with my mammal. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me smile. <laughs> Y'all, when I post this picture, y'all could be dying laughing because it's Sorry, so Nene. funny. Sorry, <laughs> Nene. You're getting your doll back. 
Um, so one day her case was dirty and they went to go clean it and they're, cause they're like, how in the hell did it get like dirty looking? Like, what is she doing yeah, in there the to inside. make it dirty on the inside? Um, cause did she get out hmm. and they get back in there and like, you know, nobody knows. So they're like, what is going on? So whenever they, um, they started cleaning it, they noticed that there was writing on the inside of her glass mm, case. Mm-mm. Yes. And it said, poopa hate. She wrote, so she hated being inside that glass case. So her name of Poopa was already established. Like, yes. She was, I wonder what that means. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. You look at it. I am. <laughs> um, but it was written on the inside of the case. And my story is not long at all, guys. So I don't know how long your story is, Belle. Mm. But mine's it might be not, a shorter episode. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, I am. I did take tramadol, so God only knows I'm going to be about 30 <laughs> minutes. Um... People who have investigated the doll have recorded the doll moving, but the movements are super slow. And so apparently there is um, the one of the people that tried to video it. Um, I think it was um, a grandson tried to videotape it is what I when I was reading about it. And he said every time he tries to upload it, there's like a white line across it. Huh. And he can't upload it. So it's some like paranormal weird thing messing with it. So... Um, <clears throat> The location now the doll is still kept a secret, and it is with the family of the original owner is all that I could find. But um, I don't know. It's just crazy how she traveled across the, all the U.S. and Italy and everything, and then... Um, yes, now I have to look what she looks like. Poopa? Yeah, she, her, she's a white the doll with a blue doll. dress. Um, she has felt arms oh. and legs and uh, felt clothes. Yeah, she's like a little doll. She looks like a normal-sized doll, if you look at her. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I'll post the picture of her so you can see her. Um, but can you imagine having a doll and you yeah, walk Yeah, she had that doll for like 80 fucking years. Yes. And they oh, that doll right there? Yeah. Yeah, there's the button right there. Yeah. That's an ugly doll. It is an ugly doll. But, I mean, I would be ugly, too, if I'd been drug across the whole United States and gone through World War II. And can you imagine, like, the stuff this doll's seen? And they think that, you know, they don't know why she's haunted, but they think that the grandmother's spirit went into this doll. That's why it was more active. Well, maybe it was a demon talking to the doll all along, talking through the doll all along to the grandma. You think so? Maybe. Well, she was never, she never harmed the grandma, though. So she wasn't deviant. No, but there's still spirits and demons that don't, they're not necessarily harmful. They just get off on tricking humans. I guess so, because she was nice to the grandmother the whole time that she had her. She would talk to her often, um, and again, it saved her life. So I don't think if it was a demon, it would have saved her life. I feel like it would have been like, yeah, go kill yourself. Do you know what I mean? Right, Whatever she was right. saying. Yeah, because usually they would want to have some type of... But I mean, she yeah. talked to her. So I'm, can you imagine being a grown adult and talking to your doll? Like when she went to eat somewhere or did something, was the doll always with her? Right. Like, these are things I want to know, and I couldn't find anything about it other than that. Other than she still had the doll until yeah, the day she died. There's really not a whole lot. No. There's a couple of photos and just this the story of... And I went to several different um, websites, and I also went to YouTube and found several, like, YouTubers that were talking about her that were paranormal YouTubers. Right. And the same thing, like, everything I just told you guys is exactly what they were saying as well. Like, nobody knows a whole lot about this doll even where it is now, which is really interesting. But there, I mean, but there are several stories, so it's, I mean, it's definitely... But it's all consistent. Yeah, Every yeah. story is consistent, and every story is, you know, that nobody knows where the doll is. It was with the own, original owner. It moved. It wrote stuff on the glass. The real human hair, I think, is creepy. Yes. I don't, I don't think that was a thing. Like, that's not how they made dolls, necessarily. Like, why? Well, I knew they would use, like, horse hair. Right. But, like, human hair... And she's got a lot of fucking hair. Yeah. She's got a lot of fucking hair to have human hair on her head. It's like blonde, curly hair. But how did she change expressions? That's what I wanted. Like, her eyebrows raised. Like, she smiled. Like, she didn't have yeah, fucking a lot teeth. Yeah, a lot of the things are saying, like, if anybody knows where the doll is, let us know. Because nobody can nobody knows where she is right now. But she's still, it's still alive. But Ooh, here's one thing that came across. It said, five haunted dolls that actually exist and where they are. Ooh, no, thank you. No, thank you. That's where I saw the one with Robert the doll. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to go see this haunted doll because that's kind of creepy. We're just going to go say hi. hi dolls Robert. are not my thing. 
we can just say, hi, Robert, how are you today? If you're nice to him, they'll be nice to you. See, but I'd have to antagonize this son of a bitch. Nah. We'll just say, hi, Robert, <laughs> we've like, learned about you. How do you like you. sitting in that glass there, motherfucker? <laughs> See, you're asking for shit. You're asking for the doll to fucking come out of the case and follow like us back on the goddamn there, boat. And I'm out here. No. That's sing to him. <laughs> Looking at you through the glass. <laughs> Don't know how much time <laughs> You're making me smile. <laughs> so that's my short story on Poopa. Poopa, Poopa. Interesting. So we'll have to try to, I'll, I want to look some more into her and see. Someone has to know where this fucking doll is. You should talk about Robert the doll next time too. Next time we do I'm going to save that for whenever we go actually see Robert the doll mm-hmm. and then kind of see how on we feel. On our international tour. See how we feel when we're around him. Because I feel like it's going to be eerie feeling. Like I feel like... Mm. When we went to the um, Voodoo Museum by Bloody Mary mm-hmm. in New Orleans, mm-hmm. she has, like, all these haunted objects mm-hmm. in this gallery, like, in a display case, and it's kind of weird looking at them all. Yeah, I just want to see how I feel, like, when we're there, how mm-hmm. eerie it feels, like, if we feel like he's watching us. Dolls or... are creepy anyway, and then yeah. you know the history of something like that, it's like, oh. And then it's a movie based on Robert the mm-hmm. Doll. So, that's, is it The Boy, I think is what it's called, The Boy? Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see. Hmm, very interesting. But I'm going to put gauze back in my mouth now because I'm bleeding. So I'm going to let Belle take over. <laughs> now your turn. Story that, time our, with Belle. Our last, um, our last episode we just recorded about the blood. This one made me think of. If y'all haven't heard episode 23, uh-huh. go back and listen. That one's fucked up. That's why I sound nothing. I sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Um... <clears throat> so, my paranormal story is about Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty um, popular type of subject. A lot of studies uh-huh. already been done on it. Um, so, it may not be much new information. Oh, my God. Please don't do that. <laughs> I, I can't talk with this in my mouth, but I could see it to clean my... That. <laughs> so she just talked and talked about vampire. She vampire. just pulled a bloody piece of gauze out of her mouth. Blech. Bloody fingers. What's what's that that old story? Bloody fingers and what? <laughs> Never mind. What? There's what an old story and like a skeleton that's like in the closet or something, and if you say it, like it comes out and gets you. Bloody Mary? No, no. It's like bloody fingers and Candyman. Not Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. No. Anyway, um, I may not have a whole lot of new information about Penhurst because it's actually a pop- pretty popular paranormal subject. There were several asylums. Yeah. <clears throat> um, like all the ghost hunting TV shows have been there. Mm-hmm. When we went to Pennsylvania, we, we visited Eastern State Penitentiary. Right. We were going to visit um, Penhurst, mm-hmm. but because we went at Halloween, they have um, a horror, uh, haunted, house? haunted house there. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to visit it with that because yeah. I told you I don't really like haunted houses because they're controlled to me I just bleh. um so we still need to go to one. Oh, I've gone to them. we need we need to go to one yeah, yeah. I think it'd be funny to record us going through one okay I Maybe. think it'd be fun Long yeah there's no clowns for our patreon and no snakes oh yeah we're good no snakes no clowns we're good. <laughs> um anyway we did not go visit Penhurst because of that because the haunted house was in effect, like other times of the year, you can do like they have um, overnight ghost tours that mm-hmm. you can actually go and stay overnight mm-hmm. there. There's um, photography tours that you can go like in the morning and go just take photographs of the grounds. Right. And I was really interested in those. And then I realized that at Halloween, there's really no other option but the haunted house to go oh. at night because we wanted to go at night. Yeah. And it was so we did, we ended up bypassing Penhurst. Um, <clears throat> but it's still on my list of places to visit. So, um, what is wrong with my computer? Sorry, everybody. I just got an error message. The error message of death. Oh. <clears throat> Not today. Not today. So, it's about Penhurst in Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania, yes. So, it was previously known as the Eastern Pennsylvania State Institution for the Feeble-Minded and Epileptic. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, back then they really were not politically correct at all. No. <laughs> It was opened on November 23rd, 1908, and it was in operation for 79 years. There were hundreds of allegations of abuse and neglect of the patients, and many of those were mentally or physically disabled. Mm. Um, 
But after it closed, many paranormal investigations have occurred there, and they say it's very active now mm-hmm. because of its history. I mean, we've talked about it whenever there's just a lot of energy around a place, right. it just kind of makes its imprint. Eerie. Yes, it makes an imprint on time. I think it's kind of like when you stack up pieces of paper and you like, if you were Stamping. to... Stamp Yeah, you would see it throughout the layers. Um so it is a hundred and four no fourteen hundred acre property. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it has had a plethora of activity reported, including apparitions, shadowy figures, odd temperatures, and moving objects. No thanks. That, this is one of the pictures of no one of the thanks. buildings. It's really really pretty grounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful. At the As time. is New England area. Yes. Oh my God! It's so pretty. Yes. So New England's beautiful. According to paranormal researchers. Penhurst Asylum is one of the most haunted places in Pennsylvania, if not the entire United States. What? And you passed this up? Because the haunted house is there. I couldn't go oh, yeah. be on the grounds without the fucking haunted house going on. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear teenage girls screaming because <laughs> somebody jumped out at them. <clears throat> but to me, like, having a haunted house there, it just covers everything up. It's like, there's no, no telling what's going on that those people think. Is it is, haunted and it's not? No, they think that, like, it, maybe you felt something touch you and you thought it was an actor. They're and not supposed to touch you. Oh, yeah? I think this one said they could. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Um, but you can't touch them. Anyway, but you know, like, it's not an actor. It might have really been a ghost or yeah, a spirit. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Um, so, what was I about to say? Oh, there's even a Penhurst Paranormal Association. And their tagline is, they lived here, they died here, and they are still here. Oh. Um, it sits in a beautiful, sprawling campus of about 20 buildings. The older buildings are red brick with granite and terracotta trimmings, making mm-hmm. them quite striking. The facility was built to be almost entirely self-sufficient with a power plant, farmland, and other facilities on the property. Um, for things that they couldn't provide for themselves, it was serviced by a private rail line that brought supplies from the outside world. Many of the buildings are connected by underground fireproof tunnels mm-hmm. that also made moving patients around easier. So it's... it's Through the tunnels. Mm-hmm, right. But many of the facilities in that time had underground tunnels, so it wasn't necessarily unique to this asylum. <clears throat> the buildings were designed with small rooms for two to three people in each room, but within four years of its opening, it was already overcrowded due to the pressure to admit immigrants, orphans, and criminals. Mm. Residents were classified using three categories. Their mental mm-hmm. status, which is, are they imbecile or insane? Their physical status, were they epileptic or healthy? And their dental status, are they, was it good, poor, or treated? Obviously, mine would be poor. Yours would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, put her in the... Restrain this one. <laughs> She's clearly special. <laughs> uh, yes, I am today. In 1913, the Pennsylvania legislature appointed a commission for the care of the feeble-minded. Mm-hmm. And it stated that the disabled were, quote, unfit for citizenship. I think this is so sad that that's... Yeah. They just threw threw people away. They mm-hmm. just Yeah. Um and they recommended a program of custodial care, meaning that Penhurst would become even more overcrowded. So they were just throwing really throwing people away to mm-hmm. garbage in, in Penhurst. Um are you drooling at your mouth? No, I'm taking this out because I'm good now. <laughs> what's what's horrible is like what was the what year was this? Nineteen thirteen. Okay. But even like up to the fifties, like Anyone that you had, like, special needs mm-hmm. kids, they would put them in institutions because they didn't think that they could raise them in a normal environment. And yeah. half the time, like, Down Syndrome And they syndrome felt they kids, were unfit. That's yes, the sad even, thing. Like, and a lot of them were Down Syndrome kids. And people with Down Syndrome, they can function in a normal life oh, yeah. and work mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just crazy how people just throw them away and how they I throw mean, away. I mean, even if it's something as severe as, like, a severe case of cerebral palsy, they're not trash. No, they're you know, still they're your still children. People. Yes, and you definitely still oh. want to be able to take care of them. Right. Yeah, it's hor- um, it was horrible back yes. then whenever they just didn't, they didn't accept them into society like we do now. Mm-hmm. And it was so sad. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even they just, if you had a mental illness, 
if you experience like I don't know the PTSD things that we know today are very treatable and you can still be a functioning member of society they just threw them away into these asylums where they were tortured and abused and then further further down the rabbit hole of mental illness I mean it's Mm -hmm. just really really sad Um, so by the mid 60s the asylum housed 2,791 people it was designed to hold about 1,800 comfortably. So it was over 900 more than the facility could, com- could accommodate. Most of these patients were children, despite, they were, despite them being labeled as a, quote, school. Only 200 of the residents were in any kind of art, education, or recreational That's program. That's horrible. Of the almost 3,000 people. Horribly overcrowded. Yeah. Horrible conditions. Um... And being in those type of programs absolutely would have improved their situation. It would have improved everything about Definitely. them. Definitely. Um, many of them were high-functioning enough to improve if they had been given that type of care. Um, the facility had only nine medical doctors for three, almost 3,000 people. Nine for 3,000 people? Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. And 11 teachers. For 3,000 people? For 20, yeah, almost 2,800 people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. None of whom had any special education training. <clears throat> Bullying was rampant and unpoliced. And it's thought that this was the real reason for the many accidental deaths and suicides. Um, That's yeah. horrible. In 1968, conditions at Penhurst, bleh, Penhurst were finally revealed to the public in a five-part TV news report by a local correspondent for NBC10 named Bill Baldini. I love Bill Baldini. Thank you for, you know, exposing this place for what it was. Investigative journalism, I mean, uh, yeah, good I know, for them. Yeah. Um, these segments were titled, Suffer the Little Children. This horrifying footage triggered a public outcry, and it would still take almost a decade, though, of legal action to, against Penhurst before the facility finally closed. So there was this big expose done in 1968. Reporters came in, filmed, and you can find the footage on YouTube, mm-hmm. filmed the horrible conditions. It's almost like the way um, American Horror Story mm-hmm. Asylum, mm-hmm. It, was, it was almost like that. But they did film it, they did release it, and you can still find the footage. But it took an additional 10 years for them to finally close it down. Um, the allegations finally led to a lawsuit against uh, Penhurst Asylum. And let's see. They were those of Terry Lee Halderman, who upon a visit by her parent, visit to her parents, was found to have unexplained bruises. Although the case was never expected to go far, the courts would find that the conditions at Penhurst were deplorable. I'm sure they're abused. They by, mean, yes, by the orderly. Horribly abused each other. Yeah. I mean, they, they were horribly overcrowded. There was so much shit going on, they had no idea. So there's just no way anyone could get any type of yeah. care. Um, the courts found that it also violated the 14th Amendment. I don't know. I, didn't, I was going to look up what the 14th Amendment exactly was. Um, but they also found that the institutions use cruel and unusual punishment, which violates both the 8th and the 14th Amendments, as well as the Pennsylvania Mental Health and Retardation Act of 1966. So prior to 1966, that act wasn't even mm. a thing. Um, in 1983, nine employees were indicted on charges ranging from assaulting patients, some of whom were in wheelchairs, to arranging for patients to injure each other. What the hell? Yes. All they arranged for them to injure each other? Yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. the hell? All of these findings led to the district store court's decision to close the facility. Thank this God. Was, yes, this was the first time that this was ever done based on a constitutional right to community services, and the case would become an important precedent known as the Penhurst Doctrine. Shortly after its closure, the Department of Military Affairs acquired the upper campus, and they reopened it as a South, and they called it the Southeastern Veterans Center. So it's been a couple things to its history before it like completely was abandoned. Um, in 2001, the state began acknowledging its duties to maintain historic property in relation to Penhurst, and the Penhurst Memorial and Preservation Alliance were formed to advocate for certain uses of the property. So much like Eastern State Penitentiary, where they realized, mm-hmm. hey, we should, we should 
make this a historical yeah, sign. Yeah, and, and talk about history. what happened yeah. here. Even though it was horrible, it still is important still that we learn from history. our history. Right. Um, as of 2010, the administration building has been renovated and repurposed as the Penhurst Asylum Haunted House. Despite controversy from locals and those previously affiliated with the asylum, it's been extremely successful. So, before we talk about the phenomena, would you like to take a quick break? We'll take a break, a break. Break. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Welcome back to Gotham, baby. The dog's having hairball. He's a cat, I tell you. He's a cat. He's a cat dog. Welcome back, guys. I think Mel's getting a little uh, to <laughs> loopy over there. I feel good. Jasper, you're I embarrassing. A, Go. I just, I just took a tram at all, so it's not anything strong, but I can kind of feel it like wearing off, so. <laughs> Your face looks no better. No, I know. I literally <laughs> fucking hit a nerve, and I'm like this forever. I'm never going to find a man. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Okay, wait. Where were we? Okay. <clears throat> Penhurst Asylum. And now we're going to get into the paranormal activity at Penhurst Asylum. So, Timothy Smith, he's the president and CEO of the Penhurst Paranormal Association. Mm-hmm. He is the son of the property's current owner, and he believes that the high occurrence of paranormal activity is, you know, going to make it pretty profitable, which it is. I don't know. I don't know how I feel on that. Like... I just don't know how to about the haunted house thing, though. Because I, I, I agree with you. Like, I feel like I know, I'm going to get an ice pack. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know if people can hear you. You're really far away. I just don't feel... I don't know how I agree with the... With the um, haunted house? Like, maybe it's glorifying house. it? Yeah. Or belittling the story of what yeah, happened? Yeah. Everyone like, that died. Because I feel like that's something should be remembered. Yeah, and I think, you know, like with Eastern State, they turned it into a museum. It was more like a museum. And I think that maybe this place could be more of a museum. Talking about, you know... The horrible things that happened, what, you know, because these horrible things did bring about change and legislature that's really important now. So, right. um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it all. Um, the official research team for Penhurst Asylum is the Shore Paranormal Research Society, and it's a team of trained specialists whose purpose is to discover truth behind this claims. This really going to make you laugh. Oh, my God. You <laughs> look like the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> or what? No, Marley. Alfalfa. God, y'all, I can't. <laughs> you know, in um, the Christmas Carol where he's visited by the ghost with a finger on his face? That's what you look like. <laughs> Wait, we got to snap another picture for our patrons. Hold on, hold on, let me fix do, my hair. Do you really want to see this <laughs> shit? Go become a patron right now. Let me see. Let me see. turn this way. Wait, there you go. You know, turn your head this way. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, think I'm smiling. It's not even Look, <laughs> Sorry, everybody. You have to laugh at yourself to have fun. I digress. Oh, man, shit. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, by the by, if you do become a patron member, do it at the first of the month because they charge you every the first of the month. Yes. Now's a good time. The perfect time. For the perfect time. I can't talk. The perfect time. It's the perfect time for you to become a Patreon member um, and patron. Anyway. Oh, my computer went to sleep. I was laughing at your ass. <laughs> um, oh, anyway. They were, their purpose is to discover the truth behind the claims of paranormal activity and according to the founder and case manager, it's a hot spot for the paranormal. So they have conducted numerous large-scale investigations of the property, taking photos, videos, and audio recordings in multiple undeveloped buildings, reporting numerous sightings, mainly in the Quaker building. And I know it's been on like Ghost Hunters and all those you shows. Can't look at me, can you? <laughs> um, it's been on a lot of those ghost hunting mm-hmm. shows. It's been um, featured um, in the Quaker building. They have had reports of numerous shadowy figures appearing to manifest and dissipate at will. They include what appears to be a young girl with long dark hair. Ooh, like that girl I saw in the bathtub that day. And a large hunched figure with dangling arms. 
Items have been seen moving while no one is near them, even going so far as to be propelled across the basement at times. Yeah. You know, one of the tours that you can do whenever the fucking haunted house isn't going is you can go into these buildings at night and just walk over. That's, I want to do that so fucking bad. Um, Y'all should have done that. Well, you can hunt at other times of the year. We oh, went Halloween. I see. Okay. Um, which it was great to be in the Northeast at Halloween. It was really fucking awesome. Um, what else is it? Oh, so investigators have reported physical interactions with spirits, such as shoving and scratching. Um, these assaults would leave physical marks on them that could be seen even after leaving the property. There were also multiple electromagnetic frequency spikes. And um, while they were in the building, and despite there being no power currently supplied to it. So, you know that mach- that little gadget I showed you, the EMF detector? Mm-hmm. That w- That's what it is. And if you're, like, near a power outlet or um, some type of electrical wiring, it would register. But they're saying there was no power in the building at all. So, where would it be hmm. spiking from? Investigators have also reported um, physical... Wait... One of the most well-documented occurrences, sorry, at Pinhurst is the EVPs. So that's electronic voice phenomenon. That's when they oh, know okay, they, yeah. you're recording something and they, and they say go back uh, yeah. and listen and they can hear it. Um, and that's recording of voices that could not be heard at the time. So, kind of like when, <clears throat> when we talked about um, the Viper Room whenever they heard. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly right. So voices can be heard saying things like, go away, we are upset. And disturbingly, I'll kill you. Oh, hell no. Nah. Okay, bye. Yeah, I think I'd be okay, bye, too. Yeah. But you don't hear it till later. So you're, you're just asking these questions or, or walking around with the recorder, and it's when you go back and listen. That's that you scary. <laughs> I can't look at you. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Screaming and crying can also be heard without the help of recordings, like by... Your ear, like audible, that you, you can hear people screaming and crying. So it appears that despite the patients being gone, the sounds of the Penhurst Asylum remain. The pen- she looks at me and like quickly. I try. I, I, I like looking at you face to face, and then I have to quickly look away because I'm trying to look at you. The Penhurst Paranormal Association plans to open the former hospital for more ghost hunts in the future, along with popular institutions such as the Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia and the Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Kentucky. Ooh, I have not heard of that one. Let me write this down. Interesting. Yes, I remember that I wanted to write this down. Um, Timothy Smith expects that Penhurst Asylum to be an incredibly profitable property, which it is. They're making, do you know how much they charge for fucking haunted houses? Yeah, $20 a person Mm -hmm. to be scared. Uh, If not more. Like they, this place, each building was a different attraction. And so it was like twenty to thirty dollars per fucking building. Oh, that's how Six Flags is when they yeah. Although I I think I guess if I were to go to a haunted house, I'd rather it be in a real haunted yeah place. So I guess I can get that. Um, so it's been a lot of things. It's been a hospital. It's been a prison. It's been a veterans center. It's been a memorial, and now it's a haunted house attraction. But um, according to everyone that visits the place, it's spooky. You're damned to have a good time. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So that's my story. Mine was not very long either, but you have some. You were going to tell me. I was. I told you to wait till after the end of our story to tell me about Hollywood. Yes. So if you guys are, have Netflix, there's a new show out, and I'm about to give some spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, you might want to tune out. Well, then don't tell me because I haven't seen <laughs> it either. No, no, I won't tell you a lot. But it's so it's Hollywood and. Those that know me know that, like, I was born in the wrong era. Mm-hmm. I should have been born in the 30s, 40s. And right. it's about Hollywood in the 30s and 40s. And it is just, I mean. So, you tell me, Rock Hudson, what other, like, actor or actresses I've already forgotten. I, I wow. took medicine, pain medicine. <laughs> I've slept since then and had a surgical extraction. <laughs> um, Vivian Wood. Um, Mar- Marilyn's not represented yet, but. I've already gone through the whole season one. Is it a season? One. Or it's is it a season, movie? Season. I've already gone through all oh. of season one. Is there going to be um, season two? I hope so. Man, but the I cost, have to it's going to win, it. it's going to win awards because the costumes and the, yeah, the costumes and the hair are just 
I'm like looking at it like, oh, I'm gonna I dress getting, like this every day. Like, I but I hate getting committed to a show and then you have to wait the next day on the year to finish watching it. I I know, like I love The Handmaid's Tale and I'm dying for it yeah. to come out and mm-hmm. it's gonna be coming out uh, November. I think I started this reading year. the Testaments, the the new book. I haven't read the books. Mm-hmm. I've only watched the oh, show. The books so are I great. need to read the books because mm-hmm. I feel like I would really like them because I love. Well, it's one book and then the sequel. So, so Hollywood, you definitely need to watch it. It's it's the costumes and the hair that just got me pulled into it because I just love all that stuff. Um, my kids tried to watch it. My girls, it wasn't for them oh, no. because it's more. I think it's more of older. I bet people. Cheyenne would like it. Cheyenne would love it because if you like that era mm-hmm. and it's glamorous Hollywood, it's so good. I just it's amazing. The cars, the hair, the whatever. We recently started binging The Walking Dead because I was not on the bandwagon. I won't when it watch first it. It's out. got zombies. Oh, I love it. I, I love, love zombies. zombies. I don't like zombies. So we're almost now to like season eight. I already know everyone who dies. No one has to tell me. But Cheyenne came over one night and she said something about one of the characters dying and Robert lost his shit on Cheyenne. This is so Cheyenne's my older daughter. Robert's my <laughs> husband, her stepfather, and he has never yelled at her. <clears throat> She's twenty three and it made her cry. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he's like, What? Spoilers, hello. I'm really upset. Over oh spoiler. no! <laughs> <laughs> you made her cry. That's horrible. <laughs> no, it's fucking hilarious. That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So if you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale either, on who The Handmaid's Tales, Handmaid, Handmaid Tale. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I've taken medication. <laughs> It's really good. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original, and it's really, really good. And you definitely need to watch it if you haven't. Supposed to be the fruit. Yes, it's so good, but it makes you so angry. It makes you ang- it makes me angry. The I'm really surprised they were able to extend the story through all the seasons of that's on the on TV now mm-hmm. because it's just one book. And I was telling my husband because he's like, "Did this happen in the book?" I'm like, "No, this is all just like." Extending the story. But it's this is so not really, good. Yeah, it is. It's, really it's good. so good, and it's and it's guys would like it too because it's act- Robert loved it. It's got like action it in it, but mm-hmm. it's like so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so good. Robert and I also watch The Invisible Man too. Is that a movie? It, it is. It's kind of a suspenseful horror movie, and it actually has the same actress that's in A Handmaid's Tale as the main character in. Um, in oh, okay. Invisible Man. The chick who plays June. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the cool. main character. She's not very pretty, though. I no. hate to say, but she can't. But in the book, sometimes she's playing. She, sometimes she is. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's it just all right. depends. Yeah. She's sometimes she is. Hard to look at. Yeah. It's more her character. Yeah. Um, but she definitely is really good in the Invisible Man too. It's action packed. Um, yeah. and her husband tries to you know, kill her. And it's crazy. This is all we have now is just. So what are you watching now on TV? <laughs> because we can't go out and do anything. Right? Like so, my God. daughter went back to work. Sidecar Social opened up with the twenty five percent distancing. They have to wear masks, of mm-hmm. course, which is great. But she came home. She's like, "Mom, I made sixty dollars." You know, she's used mm-hmm. to making the five hundred to thousand dollars. You know, a a week and. She's like, I should have just stayed on unemployment because I would have making more money. And so, you know, so it's it's hard. So you guys are going out and eating. Y'all make sure I'll tip them like big because they're they're yeah. they make two dollars and seventy six cents an you hour. Go out and eat, if you go big. out and eat, yeah. If you're if you're not going out, then still keep ordering the to go. Well, they don't do to go stuff. So that's the problem. That's why they close down. Totally oh. close down. So yeah. Is it more of a drinking place? Mm-hmm. It's considered more of a mm. bar, but they do have food. So yeah. But it's it's open and the, only the patio is open, mm-hmm. so which is good. So it's still, but there's still social distancing. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to think about all of it. We won't get into that because we're not a political show. But um, just be safe. Whatever you choose to do for you and your family, just be safe. We love you all. I just don't yeah. want anyone dying from the COVID. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't want anybody God. dying at all. Not just from the COVID. <sighs> yeah. I mean, um, I didn't die today from. <laughs> <laughs> the surgical procedure good lord i called my dentist's office because i needed to get a receipt from the last time we were uh-huh. there and this poor woman i lost my shit on her and i felt bad because she's like um all i can do is take your name and add it to the hundred other people i'm like wait you don't understand i said you don't have anybody anybody i said like my best friend works for a medical office but she's working from home i said you cannot access anything and she Ma'am, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I, like, I said, okay, let me take a breath. I'm sorry. It's just that my insurance called me. They, were, they told me they were going to deactivate my debit card. Oh, it's for your HSA? Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I don't want my, my fucking card deactivated. So... She was like, um, I'll do my best. Let me have your name. She was just so quiet. Because <laughs> we hear that all the time and patients get upset with us. And it's like, are they getting mad at it? It's about their, their insurance benefits. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I didn't sign up for that when you signed up for your benefits last year. You chose your damn benefits. Don't get mad at me. Just don't get, I mean, surely the, um, oh yeah, like they're upset with you. Yes, the deductible. yes. Yeah. I can't pay that. Why have to pay that? You signed up for the $6,000 deductible. Yeah. I didn't fucking choose your plan. Why don't you see if you have a copay plan? It's because people are not very knowledgeable of what, what that all means. So people can call your doctor's offices mm-hmm. because I have it happen all the time. People that like trust me and our patients that we've had for years, they will call and ask me, mm-hmm. does doctor so-and-so take, I'm not going to tell you all right work, take this medic, you know, take this insurance. Well, yes, we do. Well, let me tell you what my plans are. Fax them to me. I'll look at them. Yeah. And they're usually like, thank you so much. So you're prepared much. ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. I don't mind helping them, but people, you've got to know your benefits. I was very surprised. I mean, I'm very, you know, well-versed on all of it that people don't know. They don't. Bit. They think, like, the deductible means, like, out-of-pocket totally. No, that's what you have to pay before, before anything Before you make your out-of-pocket. Yeah. Then you have, they pay 80 20 up to $3,000, yeah. $4,000. You're still yeah. for 20%. People and just, they're like, that's what, they don't, they get upset because they think that's what they pay insurance for, which they're paying out-of-pocket for an insurance premium, and yes. then they're also having to pay everything yes. up until the and deductible. So, so, yeah, it is sad. It is sad, and it's frustrating. So, I apologize to the lady, and I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, good. I said, let me take a step back. I'm sorry. <laughs> said um okay <laughs> and I just said I will try to look at my estimation of benefits and see if that will suffice you should be able to get at EOB so, yeah yeah I've, I've already gotten it but I just I was like I get it but I don't get it <laughs> because I said you didn't have a plan in place for this oh my god <laughs> no none of us had a plan in place for nobody had a plan in place <laughs> we all kind of just like Fuck, what do we do? We need toilet paper. So we started That's seeing we patients again this week at our office. And it's um, not not full load or whatever. Right. So um, they actually went up and put plexiglass in front of the opening. Oh, that's good. All the openings at the front and check out. And then you have to call before you leave <clears throat> the, the room. And then the medical assistants will go in. You know, they're... they're Are they screening people at the door and yeah, stuff? Yeah, screening sure. at the door. Mm-hmm. And then after patients leave, they go in and clean it like thoroughly and then they decontaminate their cells whatever so that's we're doing like really good hygiene like at my my arm doctor they won't let anybody else in the office either except for the patient <clears throat> yeah just one person that's mm-hmm. it and um we're just doing procedures because that's where we make our money mostly yeah. and you know we weren't doing them so we've got to get back into that to keep our staff so because right. we were able to hire our staff back with all the small the business loans and stuff that the government um, did so that's good so it'll be interesting to see what happens. We're just trying to stay safe. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. What are we talking about next week? Next week is my serial killer. Serial killer, yes. yes and I don't have one, one yet. <clears throat> mm. So if any of you guys have one that you would like to hear, you know, mm-hmm. you know, send us a message and I'll be glad to look it up and talk about it. Yeah, I've had some people like suggest. Um, they want to do like, I had someone suggest Jack the Ripper, George uh, did. Yeah, I've had somebody that, suggest John Wayne Gacy. It's like I kind of... I know you too. Also, we, we kind of want to stay away from those ones that have been done so much. I don't much. want to be basic. <laughs> yeah, because everything that could be known about them is out there. Yes. Or Ted Bundy. We kind of want to do those ones that people really haven't, haven't heard about. Really and which, heard we've about. Really, which we've really covered are ones that mm-hmm. people haven't heard about, yeah. you know. so I mean, that's not to say that we won't. But that's why we're, you're not going to really hear, you're not going to see us talking about Ted Bundy or those right. really ones that are well known. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just, it's. I don't know. But we are still in the top 200 on Apple and Google Podcasts. Yeah, you guys, if you listen to us, please go make sure you click subscribe. on that. Yeah, you like a button or whatever it is, Mel, that they have to do. You have to subscribe. <laughs> you have to subscribe um, to the pot to like, you know, so that way you get updates and stuff when we put a new um, episode out. And then listen and then leave us a review. Um, even if it's just the five stars. Yeah, and that great helps show. Us. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, that, well, you have to have so many words, I think, or whatever. Uh, they could like say great doing. show 15 times. <laughs> great show, great show, great show, great show, great show. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so if you guys can just leave us, um, 
you know, a review. We've had some great reviews. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really good. It's from some other podcasts that have listened to us. Um, so I've got to go out and kind of listen to some of theirs as well. And and we're going to have our new store up and going soon, or is it already it out? It is. Oh, it's, on, it's on Red. I sent it to you, didn't I? Yes, Redbubble. Uh-huh. I think it's redbubble.com. I just didn't know if it was, like, live to everybody yet. It is live. You can get leggings. You can get an actual face mask. Yes. And a mini skirt that has our... (laughs) There's a mini skirt. The leggings have one of us on each leg. I know. see that? (laughs) So, yes. So, it it is up and it's on redbubble.com and just search Gotham Vigie Podcast Store and it'll come up. Um, If you become a Patreon, I sent the gifts out last week so you guys should be receiving those. And Um, you'll get to see Melanie's fucked up face. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) I, I FaceTimed um, one of my guy friends, and he sna- he fr- freaking screenshotted a picture of me. He's like, I'm going to say, and he sends it to me, cracking it, laughing. I'm like, I hate you. He said, I'm saving this for Christmas. I'm going to put a Santa hat. I'm going to put a happy birthday hat. <laughs> if I wasn't a patron, I'd become a patron just to see that. Hey, pull up your calendar, and let's see when this comes out, because it might be my, our birthday, my birthday. <gasps> oh, shoot. Yeah, hold on. Tell him that it's my birthday. Tell them that it's my birthday. Wow. Jazz it up. (laughs) So. Because it is coming um, up. Serial Killer is going to be May 8th. Uh Uh-huh. That one was that. And then the next. Oh, today's Cinco de Mayo. It is. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I mean, this will be like two weeks later. (laughs) And then the next. No crunchy tacos for me today. (laughs) So this one that we're talking right now will be released on May 15th. So it's the week before my birthday. It is. Woohoo! And the whole like, and it's supposed to be May 18th, we'll get everything. We can get our nails done, we can get our haircut. Because Jesus Christ, I need a fucking haircut so damn Are you bad. really going to go do that? Uh, I feel like they're going to do social distancing, and I feel like Katie would have a mask on that cuts my hair. So I feel like, I don't think I'd get my nails done. Um, See, they always wear masks anyway. <laughs> Looks so protect. They do. We actually talked about we actually talked about them on Crazy Ass Podcast Friday night. I don't know if you heard that part mm-hmm. of it, but George was like, honk, 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 honk. Oh, no. like whatever how they talk, you know, and I'm oh, like no. so I'm like, that's not Vietnamese. So I'm like, I said the days of the week in Vietnamese, oh. you know, on the show. So I didn't know how to say them. So and then kinda of, I kinda of know some words, but um so it's just funny. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I know I'm gonna get my hair cut because I need a haircut. This is this is long for me. This is yeah. super long for me. It's grown a like I can put it in a ponytail. Right. That's long. That is long for you. I don't keep it super short anymore, but it's yeah. My poor Isabel, you know, she usually has her hair really, really short because it's like boy cut on the sides. It's like sticking shave. out. <laughs> she could just shave it herself though. She won't let me. I I suggested it too. She won't let us. She don't want to do it either. Oh well. I'm like it grows back. And oh my gosh, Cheyenne, my older daughter Cheyenne, FaceTime me today, and she's like, Mom, I'm really upset. I'm like, What's wrong, baby? She's like. Caleb did a thing. That's her boyfriend. And I don't know if this is going to be okay or not because I'm, I'm really upset about this. Then she turned around, turned it around, showed me him. He shaved his hair and his beard. It's like a fucking cue ball. <laughs> he shaved all of it? All of it. Why? <laughs> I said, so that's where we are in quarantine now? Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are doing that, though. It's like all of it. Well, my husband grew a quarantine beard. I wasn't very fond of that. Oh, I like beards, though. <sighs> I like his little goatee thing. That's what I like. No, I like the full, like, Viking beard. Oh, my God, yes. It's so fucking hot. Yeah, that facial hair is it's sexy. And I like the salt and pepper, too. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah. if you're single and you have a beard and you have salt and pepper. <laughs> or if you happen to. Don't become a patron on that for a while because uh, I don't want you to see me looking, like, paralyzed. No, they need to join and see you now because they could... <laughs> They can see me at my worst. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then they're here for the long call. Oh, this is horrible, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. We know we kind of just rambled on, but we we're having a good time in quarantine. So we love y'all. Miss we, y'all. Yes, we're ready to get back out there, and um, I'm ready to go back to Pan and get drunk and have a good time. Yeah. So you guys, you can tune in to Panopticon streaming on Friday nights. Yeah. And all the normal people are there in the chat, and the DJs are spinning their normal um, tracks and everything. I am going to try to do it this week. So, it's fun. I couldn't last week because we were recording till late. Do y'all so. record every Friday? No, we're recording Thursday night. So, I'm going to go Thursday night. So, hopefully, I'm not paralyzed still. Because <laughs> 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 they do Facebook Live on half of it. So, can you imagine? Hey, guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so. Thanks for joining, everybody. Yes, thank See you, you next so much. week. 
Y'all come back now. You, you hear? hear? Ding, ding.